1: Good evening, folks. This is Bunkhouse Bob, and you are listening to Live from the Armory Wrestling Radio Show. Our studio line is 213-816-1605. Folks, we really thank you for joining us tonight. Tonight we've got a uh, a really cool guest that will be on in the 8 o'clock hour with us, and that's Cameron Cade. And um, we're also going to be talking about uh, how to troll wrestlers, believe it or not, folks. It should be pretty interesting. If you'd like to uh, follow us on Twitter, you can reach us at uh, at From the Armory. Uh We've got uh, a Facebook page. We've also got a, uh, a website. We'll give you all that information in just a moment. But joining me now, as always, is uh, going to be my lovely co-host, the lovely lady Laura. And if she thinks that I'm going to call her Queen Bee, she is sadly mistaken because... Folks, this is a wrestling show, not a after-party at the Grammys.
0: You wouldn't call me Queen Bee, Bob.
1: I just did, didn't I? <laughs> How are you, Laura?
0: I am super, thanks for asking. How are you?
1: Oh, I'm doing fine for another Wednesday night here at the show. Folks, uh, we've got a lot of stuff to cover for you. I'm going to go on and give you that long, winding uh, website address so that you have it. You can find the link on our Twitter account. You can also find the link on our Facebook page. It's HTTPS backslash backslash sites.google.com backslash site backslash backslash live from the Armory Show. It's always a mouthful to get it out. We're We're also on iTunes. If you go to iTunes and go up in the search column and type in Armory, and then go down to the podcast link after that goes through, click on Podcast, and you can find us just like that, two clicks. Not hard at all. Laura, what's the Facebook page information?
0: It is facebook.com backslash live.armory.9.
1: There we go. And if you'd like to talk to us tonight, folks, you can always call in. Studio number is 213-816-1605. Again, folks, i like to thank everybody for all the, the great tweets. And the text messages and the emails that we get uh, concerning the show very humbling um, just mm-hmm. really really ecstatic uh, you know got uh, got a text me- or got a a tweet from uh, matrix I think it's at matrix 2022 by listening to the show yeah. got a good got a tweet from our good friend Luke over in Australia you know we get people listening worldwide so it's always cool to hear people call in or, or get a hold of us on social media. I it would sure warn- it is, Bob. It is. I wanted to tell. I did get some comments. I wanted to briefly say this. I received some comments on Twitter. Uh, people asking us about why we talked about CM Punk, Sting, and Matt Hardy last week, and All I want to do, I just want to tell you this. Folks, I can assure you that we are not going to talk about the WWE or TNA every week unless something major happens. There are a ton of shows on Blog Talk Radio that are very specific about talking about WWE, whether it's Raw, SmackDown, Superstars, whatever the shows are, TNA Impact. They can give you a match-by-match breakdown and all the psychology they feel behind of it it just so happens that last week, you can call it strange fate, whatever, that three major stories came out within 48 hours. Uh, we here at Live Armory uh, remain committed to independent wrestling. And I know that after Laura watched SmackDown on Friday, that I think she's going to boycott the WWE with me.
0: I'm, I'm pretty close, uh, Bob, just to be honest with you, because um, Monday night I started watching PWX. And that's no joke, folks. Um, it just wasn't doing it for me. So yeah, I'm probably going to join you in that boycott. No lie.
1: Well, we're going to break some stuff down. I watched some stuff over the weekend as well. I watched some, watched some different promotions, and I found myself last night. Even I was on YouTube. I was trying to look up a, a match on YouTube for looking at something for somebody, and you know how they got the little sidebar at the side, and you know a bunch of different matches popped up. And I kept hearing this person's name over and over again, and we'll get to her here in a little bit, Uh, a wrestler by the name of Alpha Female from Germany.
0: And,
1: And I watched one of her matches against an opponent in Japan. And to see a Japanese arena filled with wrestling fans and the way that they conduct themselves and the way that U.S. fans are, two totally different worlds. If, you're, if you haven't oh, watched sure. any... Oh, it, it's, it's mind-boggling. I mean, and, and, and I've seen some matches from Japan. Totally different view and outlook and perspective on wrestling in Japan than it is in the United States. And I will say this, too. Everybody knows that TNA's currently on a, a European tour. Packed houses fans standing in lines for meet-and-greets, uh, and it just ba- makes me beg to wonder why companies like the – and I know it logistically, financially, it's, it's a big deal to to go on these European swings and and so on and so forth. But, you know, and, and I had somebody that, that, that tweeted me this too, is that they're lucky if they get one run-through a year. And I'm wondering – you know, a company that's struggling, that's packing out places, you know, all over the United Kingdom, you know, what a shot in the arm this is to be playing, you know, to be wrestling in front of sell-out crowds, you know. it just two totally different worlds, you know. And I even put Mm -hmm. out that, you know, maybe U.S. fans are just spoiled. I know I I can be, you know, so.
0: I, I think you're right about that, Bob. I think it is being spoiled because it's so readily available to us. And, you know, in Europe, I mean, they just uh, – they're just wanting something because, you know, they they don't get it a lot. You know, they don't get wrestling a whole lot like tna I think you're right.
1: Yeah. 213-816-1605 is our studio number. I watched um, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. I've got it set to DVR. And I watched a pretty decent match this past weekend. I usually – Usually, DVR is like four episodes for me, and, and they're usually, usually b- two of them are repeats. You know, I get one, and then it repeats, and then another one, and it repeats. But the um, the second one, there was a match between a guy named Todd Chandler and, and his opponent was Eric Cross, and I had seen Eric Cross before. Uh, and if you look on their website, he's got long hair and this, that, and the other. The website's not been updated, but he's got a new look. He's got really short hair and... Um if you get a chance to see Eric Cross uh, wrestle, I'm sure you can find him on YouTube. You need to look him up. I like his ring style. Um, I just like his overall look. Uh, in my opinion, if he lost about 25 pounds, his look would be even better. But I'm also not the one that should be telling folks that they need to lose anything because these winter pounds... <laughs> Are starting to add up on old bunkhouse. I, I could probably stand to lose ten or fifteen pounds myself, but
0: too much time another... in the bunkhouse, huh?
1: Exactly. Too much time in the bunkhouse is too cold <laughs> to go play outside. And I've said this guy's name before, and I'm going to say it again. I am still in awe of Willie Mack. For a guy that's oh, his Willow size, Mac. you know who I'm talking about. A, a guy his size him. to be able to do like a front nip up. And a standing mm-hmm. moonsault is truly amazing. I, mean, I just, you know, you just don't see guys that are that big do things that are that athletic. I mean, it's just incredible to me. And after, and watching the second episode, I did want to put out a message for a, a performer that, that's there at, at, at Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, Stu Stone who is a manager, and he also does a little dabbles and a little wrestling, but he's more of a manager. So this is a message from Mr. Stone. Stu, if you ever, ever put your hands on Allie Parker again, I will personally come out to Cali, and I will bounce you like a low rider in a Dr. Dre video. And that's no joke.
0: Whoa, here, Bob. Whoa. I'm just saying.
1: There's no call for that.
0: You're going, you're going no to take the Burke County Boys with
1: you. I'll, t- I'll take anybody that wants to ride to Cali. Wow. You know, I'm, not hard, I'm not a hard man to find, and I know how to get on Jeez. I-20 West. <laughs> now, with that being said, uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, their next event on TV uh, was listed as 100% free to get in. Uh, it's listed as February 9th, 3 p.m. in Port Hume, California, at the Oceanside Pavilion. And I think they do – I think they tape anywhere from four to six episodes per taping, so that's why the, the 3 o'clock time such an early start time for them in California. So that's what I know wow. about uh, championship wrestling from Hollywood, Laura.
0: Well, I w- – I'm going to cover CWF Mid-Atlantic here in just a second, but I did want to give a shout-out to our good friends who were guests on the show last week, Mr. Sleeth, Eric Thompson, and Mean Dean Richards. They're yep. at high spots in Charlotte, North Carolina tonight training, so I want to wish you guys the best of luck. We've got our fingers crossed, and we're rooting for you. Yep, absolutely. With that absolutely. being said, we want I want to cover CWF Mid-Atlantic. Um They're going to be having a, it's called the PWI Ultra Showcase, uh, Ultra J, pardon me, Showcase event Saturday, February 8th, 730 at the Mid-Atlantic Sportatorium in Gibsonville, North Carolina. Now, they've listed some matches, and what I have is what's been listed. There's a no time limit, best two out of three falls. You know, that's going to be a good match for the Ultra J Championship. Andrew Everett versus Trevor Lee, saw Andrew at PWX, he can go. Um, For the Mid-Atlantic TV title, Adam Page, we all know how great Adam Page is, versus Chase Dakota. Chet Sterling will defend the Rising Generation League Championship. We're going to have that and and so much more. Um, Guys, get out to Gibsonville and uh, support some great indie wrestling. You can find out more information at www.cwf247.com. While we are talking about great indie wrestling, I also want to mention, and I am so excited about this, if you guys have never seen Chikara, go Google it, YouTube it, it is gimmicks galore. It's great wrestling. We'll cover more of it in the weeks to come, but wanted to at least give out some information as far as where you can find some more information. Their website really isn't up and running much right now. You can go to, good Lord, com. You, you lost your
1: notes
0: um,
1: again, did you? Yeah,
0: dot ChikaraPro.com. Shush. Um to sign up for their newsletter. I did that today so I can get their newsletter just like I could get with Dragon Gate and Involved and Shine and um, find out what's going on. I do know that Jimmy Jacobs is going to be involved in the promotions. If you guys have seen Jimmy Jacobs in Ring of Honor. You know how good he is. So just wanted to throw that out. Bob, have you seen Chikara before?
1: I think that I have seen maybe a match or two in a random search, but I have not. Like sat down and watched an event from start to finish, which is probably something I need to do.
0: Um, yeah, it's it, it's some good stuff. I mean, it's you know I'm, I'm so glad that they are starting that back up. Uh, uh, indie and pro wrestling period needs Jakara, so I uh, just wanted to get that out there.
1: You're not the only person that I've heard say that either. I know that there were a lot of people that were were inquiring about it. And mm-hmm. uh, a couple of months ago, and there were some things that were up in the air, I believe, and people really didn't know what was going on. So I'm I'm glad that you I'm glad you found that information. And just to go back to that CWF Mid Atlantic, I, I I'm pretty excited for that Andrew Everett and Trevor Lee match. I, I like Andrew Everett. I think he's uh, I think he's a really solid wrestler, a really good performer. Uh, I'd be very he interested is. to see to see that match um combat zone wrestling and wsu which is uh women's uh what is that women's uncensored wrestling is what that's being called mm-hmm. um they're doing a partnership together uh czw's 15th anniversary show is coming up and czw is not a promotion that we talk a, a lot about and that's probably my fault, just as much as it is, Laura's, but we'll give Laura all of the blame because she just cringes at most of the stuff that happens there. Uh, you know, and I don't know what it is i I think that I think that Combat Zone has gotten a bad rap, probably on my end and, and on a lot of other fans' ends, simply for the fact of you know like the uh the Cage of Death, which is a big you know big event that they have, and then the Tournament of Death. Which is held outside in a field. We've talked about this before with our good friend George Coles. You know, it just—it's one of those types of things that that there's other type. There, there are other styles of wrestling that are involved, but CZW is probably known for having some of the most violent, bloody, you know, horrific matches. You know, in indie wrestling, and you know, if you're into that type of thing, where the cage is. You know, they've got a platform built off top of it, and guys do spots down in the barbed wire. I mean, it's, in my opinion, opinion, it's a wonder to me that somebody hasn't been killed. I'll just be honest with you, to be killed in combat zone wrestling, just for the simple fact of some of the stuff that they do. But, you know, in the future, you know, I am sure that we will cover some combat zone. That's not to take away from any of the talent that's there, folks. I don't want to... I don't want to be misconstrued on this. There are some great talent in combat zone wrestling. Uh, Sick Nick Mondo is, you know, he's great. You know, I've always liked his work. There are a few others that are there. Um, but at any rate, they're having their 15th anniversary show at the Flyer Skate Zone, Saturday, February 8th, 7.30 p.m. And I'm going to break this down for you in two ways. Uh, it is on iPay-per-view. Um, it's a doubleheader show. The Women's Uncensored Wrestling Show starts first, which has a 4 o'clock bell time. The website shows it as being 7.30, and I just got this update not that long ago. The, the Women's Uncensored will start at 4 p.m. It will have a couple of the matches that are on there. Allison Kay and Sassy Steph versus Kimberly and Annie Social. Uh, Jessica Havoc is going to face Alpha Female. I'd be very interested to see how that match goes. Because I know from seeing Jessica Havoc matches, she's a legit, and there's no other way to put it, she's a legit badass. And this alpha female, you need to take and Google her. If I had to guess, I would say she's probably about six foot two or six foot three, and she is... She is a stereotypical German-built athlete, female-built athlete. I mean, her arms are bigger around than my midsection. I mean, the,
0: she's
1: the, she's impressive. So uh, Lefisto will be facing Athena. There are many other females on this card. And I know that this is a – I believe Very I have cool. this right. I think that Drake Younger is actually the – the driving force behind this women's uncensored wrestling, if I'm not mistaken, I'm, I'm pretty sure. On the Combat Zone Wrestling card itself, Devin, Vol- Devin Moore versus Matt Tremont uh, for the CZW World Title. Uh, Drew Gulak versus AJ Styles. Here comes, you know, another another AJ Styles sighting. He seems to be seeming doing seemingly well since leaving TNA. Uh, there are many no, other cute. people, who, yeah, and that that that's one of the things that kind of caught me off guard when I saw the header on this card. I'm like, AJ Styles is wrestling in, in CZW, and then I did a little research because I, I wasn't aware. You know, AJ Styles has wrestled in CZW before, so I mean that's not to say that he's going to be participating, you know, in the in the tournament of death or the you know the cage of death, Right. but right. you know. You know, it's very interesting to see AJ Styles. You know, show back up, but that's okay. Um, I'm not quite sure how this is going to work out. There being two full cards, I mean, you know, people are probably going to show up. You know, starting at three o'clock, Laura. You know, and you've got one big show, and then you back it up with another big show. It's either going to be a wrestling fan's dream or it's going to be
0: uh, a, a pain nightmare. Of, uh,
1: a pain in the ass literally from having sat so long because you know you're talking about you know at least six and a half seven hours of wrestling so i'll be interested to see how what the feedback is on this especially if people go there so if there's anybody that's listening that's going to the CZW fifteenth anniversary show i would love for you to get a hold of us and give us your thoughts on it if you you know going there and and how that worked out having two main cards in one night that would be uh... That would be pretty cool. So please get a hold of us.
0: Most certainly. We love hearing first-hand accounts of independent wrestling. So, yeah, tweet us, Facebook us, email us, you know, whatever. We'd love to hear from you. Um, We're going to talk some milestone wrestling, Bob. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, the card is this Saturday night. It's going to be at the Hickory National Guard Armory in Hickory, North Carolina. And... I so wish that I could go to this because this match here alone would be worth the price of admission. I'm going to two wrestling shows this uh, month, and unfortunately I can't go to a third. Um, There's going to be a $5 cluster, pardon my French, fuck death match. It's going to involve our good friend Terry Houston versus Little Donnie versus Anthrax. With Mr. Crystal, who's a manager slash ref, versus Jeff Hart versus Raider Rock with the Rock Corps. Not sure who's going to show up with Raider Rock, but it, it would be worth seeing. And Dynamite is going to be the special guest referee. Okay. Hilarity is going to ensue, I'm sure. And with Terry Houston being in the ring with Jeff Hart. I tell you, I can't wait for this to come out on Twisted uh, TV. Um, we've also got uh, Mike Levy versus uh, Trey Chaos. We've got Matt Raby and Prozac versus the Statutory Kings. Um, the main event is for the Smash Mouth Championship. It is Colt 45 versus Rusty Rodriguez. got more stars on the card, Tristan Ramsey, the Young Guns, Belton Creedmore, Big Donnie. My buddy, my WrestleCade buddy. Tickets are $8 at the door. Uh, don't miss this. Did want to cover really quickly. was speaking um, with uh, Mike Levy on Facebook talking about their March card. And mm-hmm. I am going to go to this because they're going to have a big pot hanging over the ring meaning like a pot of gold tying in with St. Patrick's Day. I've been told it's a milestone tradition. Um, they're going to have thumbtacks and assorted weapons hanging from um, the um, in the pot, rather, hanging above the ring. So that ought to be worth uh, the price of, of admission as well. So uh, looking forward to that. And uh, I want to introduce a new... Uh, uh, well, it's, not, it's new new to me. I've known a little bit about it. It's called Gouge Wrestling. It comes out of Raleigh, North Carolina. And Gouge stands for Gimmicks Only Underground Grappling Entertainment. Okay. Lots, it's, it's, it is gimmick heavy. Um, they have a uh, February 22nd card, and it's Fuqua, uh, Verena, it's at the flea market. The bell times 1 o'clock. I'll cover a couple matches. The main event is going to feature new champ, their new champion, Jimmy Jack Funk Jr. Met him at WrestleCade. He's a great guy. Uh, versus Ulrich Von Vorse. What a name. And, uh,
1: Who? Who is it? Ulrich
0: that? Von Vorse. <laughs>
1: Ulrich Von Vorce.
0: Yep. yep. Okay. What a name, right? Um, I'd hate to be the ring and, uh, announcer on that card. <laughs> you're not kidding. And the uh, uh another match is gonna happen. We'll cover uh more matches as time uh gets nearer to their card. Uh gonna be for the scientific wrestling trophy, it's gonna be Seymour Snot versus mm-hmm. Timothy Lou Retton. I wonder if he's any Th- relationship no, how, with how's Mary that Lou.
1: Timothy <laughs> Lou Retton. And Ulrich mm-hmm, Von Worse.
0: Oh well, yeah, they're not wrestle one another, but yes, these right. are two no, wrestlers. Right? No, I'm just,
1: I'm just repeating what you said. <laughs> I'm just trying to let this all sink in.
0: It, it 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 looks like it would be very entertaining.
1: Okay. Very
0: very entertaining. So and this is you said they're the out of
1: Raleigh. You're they're out of Raleigh, they're North out Carolina. Out of Raleigh. Okay.
0: They are out of Raleigh, North Carolina. I got to see Seymour Snot at WrestleK. He's pretty good. So you guys in the Raleigh area, go check Gals Wrestling out. You know, it's – I think – I don't know how much tickets are, but I'll get that information. It can't be too much. So, you know, go check out some good indie Wrestling.
1: I would – I I know that uh, at some point in time, I don't know if he's listening – uh, live tonight, or I, I don't know if he'll download the episode, but I know one way or the other that our good friend Hardcore Terry Houston is a adamant fan of the show, and I, I, I've mm-hmm. spoken to Terry, and I've spoken to, to Raider Rock before, and, and, and really nice guys, and, and I, I've, ha- I've had the pleasure of, of talking to Mr. Jeff Hart as well, but this past <laughs> week, this past week, M- Mr. Hart took it upon himself to send me Uh, several messages or or comment on some things that that i put on facebook because i'm on facebook and um
0: Mm
1: -hmm. this is what this is what i would say to to mr hart and i I would ask my good friend hardcore terry houston to do this for me mr hart seemingly would like to see me involved in in some type of of hardcore match some type of death match he'd It it, it keeps being brought up that that I should be involved in some way, shape, or form. And I would ask our good friend, Hardcore Terry Houston, as he's preparing to gently lay Mr. Hart down on the barbed wire board, to remind him that what he's about to receive is courtesy of Bunkhouse Bob. And then I want Mr. Houston to proceed to wrap him up in said barbed wire and do what he does best and that's hurt people see mr hart wow. you don't you don't come on facebook and you don't comment on things that i say and, and and expect there to be not any type of retaliation or or something for me to say see because After all, I'm a wrestling genius. So the next time that we want to play in barbed wire, Mr. Hart, which will be very soon for you, you get to play. It's not
0: barbed wire. It's bar wire, remember? Bar wire.
1: Bar wire, yes, in his words, bar wire. -wire. He'll be thinking (laughs) that he's at the bar, but more than likely he'll probably end up in the emergency room. I don't wish him any any long-lasting permanent injury. But I just want him to know that you cannot mess or you cannot talk crap to an honorary member of the Burke County Boys and not expect some type of payback. So, Mr. Houston, you have my thumbs up. You do what you need to do. And just make sure that you look him in the eye and tell him, that's for Bunkhouse Bob. Wow. Folks, we want to give you a reminder for PWX Wrestling. If you go to our Twitter or our Facebook page or our website, uh, you will find an exclusive discount code for PWX Rise of the Champion 9. If you go to pwxprowrestling.com and enter the following code, PWXLFA4, you will receive $4 off your ticket purchase. That's off of any general admission purchase uh, and ticket purchase. You will receive four dollars off. Uh, this past weekend, I watched the Dream Match series. I watched the uh, the last match in that series between Cedric Alexander and uh, AJ Styles on the web, and it's mm-hmm. up on the website and it's free. You can anybody can go and view it. Uh, what an unbelievable match uh, that was! If if you haven't taken the time to watch that match, you need to go onto PWXProWrestling.com and you need to check that match out. That was a wrestling match. Everything it sure that was. I thought it, everything I thought it would be in more Laura, and you were there live. Were you in the front row up on the stage?:
0: I sure was: <laughs> What color
1: shirt were you wearing?
0: I was sitting next to a girl with a green shirt on. I had, okay. like, a dark a punk, CM Punk shirt on. So.
1: Okay. All right. I thought that I saw you. If you, go into, if you go and see that match online, I believe that you can see Laura on that because of a lot of the camera, great camera angles. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. saw
1: you know, action all around the ring. And one of the things I was taken back by, and I'm, I'm going to have to talk to, to Brian about this at some point in time in the future, he wasn't kidding. There weren't any barricades there.
0: No, not at all. Nope.
1: There weren't. I mean, and there were several times that Cedric and AJ, you know, told fans to get up or to move, and if they didn't, they got moved.
0: And that's exactly what happened, Bob. That's exactly. In in numerous matches, you know, uh, that happened. And I talked to a girl who says that every time she, well, no matter where she sits, she ends up almost with a wrestler in her lap. Doesn't sound like a problem to me, but that's her lot.
1: <laughs> but I the, the the match itself absolutely fabulous. And then uh after that I watched the uh PWX press conference um with right, eight, uh, with, with with Cedric. Cedric Alexander and Caleb Conley. Very, mm-hmm. very interesting the end of that that whole the whole press conference. Very interesting.
0: Yes, yes. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens um, in two weeks. Time. Well,
1: I'm,
0: I know I know what's going to happen. So
1: you know what's going to happen. You're now you're now a fortune teller. Sure am. Well, why don't you why don't you why don't you enlighten us as to what you think that's going to happen, Laura? And I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. Right.
0: Um, my BFF, Caleb Conley,
1: yeah,
0: is going to retain the PWX Championship. I love C- Cedric Alexander; he's a great guy. Previous guest on the show, you can mm-hmm. hear that episode: www.blogtalkradio.com/backslash/live/dash/from/dash/armory, um, and also on iTunes. Search for Armory. But Caleb going to win. And then the next night at Ziggy's, while I'm sitting on the front row again mm-hmm. on the stage, I'm going to watch Caleb Conley beat the crap out of Matt Hardy. That's what's going to happen. Mark my words.
1: Do you remember that when we were younger, they had a toy It was called a Stretch Armstrong? You could grab it I by sure its arms did. and and pull it mm-hmm. and stretch it, that's what mm-hmm. you're doing right now. You're really reaching.
0: <laughs>
1: you're really oh, stretching. What is? I, you know, if I had the opportunity to talk to Mr. Connolly, which you never know, folks, we may talk to Mr. Connolly in the very short future, I would, the question, the burning question that I have is, is that why has it taken so long for him to give an opportunity to Cedric?
0: Well, they've been tag team partners and uh, mm-hmm. Caleb's a busy man. Other people have come in and wrestled for the PWX title. Kevin Steen's come in and wrestled for the PWX
1: title. Cedric I mean, Alexander wrestled Kevin Steen and beat well, him.
0: I, bully for him, I'm, I'm happy Cedric beat him, but I'm just saying that, you know, there's a process to all of this.
1: Oh, I see. We're going to use that there's a a ladder that has to be climbed. Is that what you're trying to allude to? There's a pecking order? Is that what you're trying to say?
0: There's a pecking order in every uh, wrestling uh, company. You know that.
1: Are you trying to say that Cedric was at the bottom of that ladder, at the bottom of the pecking order?
0: Cedric's not been at the bottom of anything for quite some time. I'm just saying other people have come in and wrestled for the PWX title.
1: Hmm. Cedric's been doing the
0: Dream Match
1: series. Something's just not adding up for me on this whole thing, and I'll get to the bottom of it. I smell some kind of, there's some sense of collusion here. I've just got this weird feeling, but we'll address that at another point in time. To get back to your thing, I think it'll be a great match between Cedric and Caleb. Right now it's too close for me to call, but in the event that the Golden Boy the Midnight Sun, is able to escape out of the Friday night match. He has to face Matt Hardy on Saturday. Yeah. And I hate to tell you this, but Caleb Conley's not going to walk out of there with the PWX title.
0: Actually, he's going to walk out with both titles. He's going to walk out with the WrestleCade title and the PWX title.
1: The only thing that he may walk out with is his pride. And that that's that's a stretch.
0: We we'll, we'll just have to see, won't we?
1: I guess so. I guess so. Enough enough of that. We've got other things to go on with. Lori, you had some yes, uh pro wrestling Gorilla results.
0: I do have some pro wrestling Gorilla results. Um I hate that I missed this card because it sounded like it was absolutely awesome. Um it was Pro Wrestling, uh, Pro Wrestling Gorillas DDT4. Uh, the Best Friends who are Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta beat the Rock Nest Monsters with a Doomsday Choke Uh Unbreakable Effin' Machines who is um, Michael Elgin, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Cage beat P.P. P. Ray, which is Peter Avalon and Ray Rosas. Um, The PWG champ Adam Cole who is, I think, the longest reigning champ right now for PWG. Um, and, Adam, and and his good friend Kevin Steen beat Joy Ryan and Candice LeRae. Uh, I hate I miss this, because that sounds like a, a dang good match. The Inner City Machine Guns, who are Ricochet and Rich Swan. If you guys haven't seen Rich Swan wrestle, you need to go out and see him wrestle. He is great. Um, they beat ACH and AR Fox. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa, who is absolutely great, beat Adam Thurnstow. Uh, let's see here. Choo, 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 choo. Must have been several, from what I'm getting here, it must have been several, people must have wrestled a couple times. Uh, the Best Friends beat the PWG champ, Adam Cole. I think there was some kind of a, it was a tag team tournament, that's what it was. Um, the Best Friends beat PWG PWG champ Adam Cole and Kevin Steen. Um, they won via distraction from Candice. <laughs> I Do guess he got her revenge in the end. Uh, the best friends beat uh, Adam Cole and Kevin Steen uh, because Candice distracted them. Uh, Kevin Steen and Adam Cole, I guess for beating her and Joey earlier. Uh, Ricochet and Rich Swan beat Michael Elgin and Brian Cage. Uh, Drake Younger is now the number one contender to the PWG title. He won in a four-way match over Chris Hero, Johnny Gargano, and Kyle O'Reilly. And I, find that, the best I friend, find that
1: very interesting, Laura. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I find that very interesting. No, no, no.
0: Um, Those are some, I mean, Chris Hero, we all know what he can do. Uh, Johnny Gargano, if you've not seen him in Dragon Gate and Evolve, you need to look him up. Um uh, Kyle O'Reilly, I just saw him at p w x He's phenomenal um, so yeah, uh younger pinned O'Reilly with the Drake's landing. Huh. Uh, the best friends beat the inner City machine guns uh via awful waffle. I've gotta see that um so they won the tag team tournament um okay. so Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta are the winners and um friday march twenty eighth is their next show. Did you want to run down um, what PWX has announced for the first night of Rise of the Champions?
1: Absolutely. Go right ahead.
0: Okay. Um, uh, As we know, we just talked about the main event, Cedric versus Caleb. Uh, Worst case scenario versus Los Bendejos. Um, The Tommy Thomas has been complaining on Facebook about having to get into the ring. This should be interesting. Uh, for the ITV Championship, uh, Mr. Elite Drew Myers defends against Zane Riley. Mia Yim versus Darcy Dixon. Richard Swan versus Lodi. Lodi still can go. He was at PWX and Winston. He's good. Also scheduled to make an appearance, Jake the Man Scout Mount, a Manning. D. Tommy Thomas. Just talked about him. Lance Lude. Lance, respond to your direct messages. Lance Lude. <laughs> um, Anthony Henry. <laughs> I sent him one too. I'm like Um, Country Jack, Corey Hollis and Adam Page, John Schuyler, Trent Beretta, Roderick Strong and Shane the Swerve Strickland. That's that's what I've got for PWX. Um we've got some NWA action too. Um N W A Smoky Mountain was in Bristol excuse me, Fort Tennessee the 1st of February at the Civic Auditorium. Michael Starr defeated Thorne. Claymore defeated Nick Hammonds. Um, this is how he won. Dylan Wayne Sizemore topped Hammonds a foreign object, but Hammonds refused to use it, led to Moore picking up the victory. After the match, Dylan Wayne fired Hammonds from Wayne Incorporated. Hammonds responded by giving Wayne a diamond cutter. Lance Erickson defeated Daniel Mulligan. Vince Britt defeated Elliot Russell. Air America defeated Tony Givens and Chris Richards in a street fight to win the NWA Smoky Mountain Tag Team titles. Sugar Dunkerton defeated O-Dog. The Heat Seekers defeated the Tate Twins and Jeff Connolly and Shane Andrews in a three-way match. Our good friend Cedric Alexander defeated Matt, I believe it's supposed to be Conrad, Chase Owens, if you guys haven't seen Chase, you you need to, Um, defeated Jason Kincaid, we've talked about him before, in a ladder match when Jesse Bell double-crossed Kincaid and helped Owens win. Really? The plot thickens on that one. So, yeah.
1: That was the match that I was most interested in that card. Right and you know folks if you haven't that. seen yeah if you haven't seen either one of these guys go uh tremendous just tr- absolutely tremendous so you know and I'm still I'm still sitting here I'm I'm just baffled over Drake Younger winning that match for PWG that just that just gets me and we've talked about CZW Drake Younger's a CZW guy too so yeah he is yep you know, very uh I find that very, very interesting. Given given the four men that were in that contest. That's all I'm saying. No doubt. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh wanted to run something down for you folks. And uh two one three, eight one six, one six oh five is our studio line. Not long ago it was announced that TNA had severed ties with Ohio Valley Wrestling. Um leaving many people to wonder, myself included, uh, how TNA would fare without a farm club, so to speak. You know, WWE has the, the NXT Performance Center and TNA had Ohio Valley Wrestling. And we don't talk about Ohio Valley Wrestling all that much here. So I went to their website to try to find out, you know, some upcoming dates and, and just to see what was going on. And there were a couple of things that I thought were a little bit odd. The first one is that uh, Lady Tapa is listed as the women's champ, the Ohio Valley Wrestling Women's Champ, winning the belt as of January 14th. And if my memory serves me right, I thought that TNA had announced that it severed ties with Ohio Valley like a month ago, more than a month ago, like two months ago, something mm-hmm. like that. He's right. And then Jesse Godders uh, is listed as being on the roster, even though he's one half of the TNA Tag Team Champions, to the best of my knowledge. I don't know if the title has changed hands on this European swing or not. Uh, I'm not saying that anything is going on. I just find it odd that a company who says that it's not involved with somebody anymore still has two of their stars one of them being a champion listed on their roster. Yeah, you know, it just it just doesn't add up to me. I I don't know what it is. Maybe it's that they haven't updated their website, but I found that doesn't add up either because I found I looked at their schedule and they have nine events listed in February. They do like you know local shows that are around. There's a little circuit that they travel around. Uh, so it seems like they're maintaining a regular schedule, um, and we've talked about them before. And there are some folks that are there that are talented. Um, you know, I've I've seen a couple of them in person myself. I've seen that, and I always mispronounce his name. Or that Jamin o- Olivencia, Oliviencia.
0: It's Jamin. It's Hamin.
1: Whatever, Jamin, Jamil, however you want to say it. <laughs> I've actually seen him wrestle in person, and he's a good wrestler, and there's another guy that's on there that I've seen wrestle as well. Uh, But, you know, and I know that Jesse Bell Smothers is listed as being on on the roster uh, and a a couple others, but other than that, if you look at that roster, and the Blossom twins are still listed on there, was, was it Hannah and what's the other one?
0: Oh, if he hadn't said it, I probably couldn't remember it. But yeah, they're
1: not. Um, yeah. But I had I had been informed that they had that they were actually underneath some type of contractual obligation to TNA and had quit. So I'm not quite sure what all this is and what all this means. And like I said, folks, I'm not trying to cast a, a you know a shadow or a cloud over top of Ohio Valley Wrestling i was just trying to get some information on them but all in all and looking at that whole roster without the promise of a contract in tna i just kind of wonder how many of those people are going to stay and where they go from here and you've looked at some of the folks that are there
0: yeah uh, my favorite guy randy royal isn't uh, wrestling anymore uh, with them? Uh, yeah, we talked about how that talent pool's not that deep at it all.
1: Just, it, I don't know. It just it seems strange to me. You know that you've got, you know, and and Lady Tapa had a pretty prominent role, you know, going in with Gail Kim, and I'm just I don't know. It, it just I I don't know that That's the whole thing, so if there's anybody out there that does know that has any information on Ohio Valley Wrestling, or you've recently been to Ohio Valley Wrestling Show, we'd be interested in knowing what the crowd attendance has been like, or how the matches have been going, or you know if there's been any grumblings in the crowd or anything like that again if and we, and we put this out on our on our Facebook page, and we put this out on Twitter. If you know of a wrestler or a promotion that is local in your area and you would like to hear them covered or you'd like to get us some information and say, hey, Bob, hey, Laura, have you heard of so-and-so, you know, or have you ever heard of this promotion, please send us a message. Uh, if you know of a show that's coming up in your area and you would like to get some free publicity for it, uh, give us a shout. You know, get a hold of us by email, or get a hold of us on Twitter or Facebook. Uh, We gave out all that information. We'll give it out again at the end of the show. Um, And we'll see what we can find out for you.
0: I mean, we'll cover it. Just let us know. I mean, we have no qualms about covering any indie wrestling promotion, or, or star, for that matter, or anybody that's affiliated with them, a manager, a promoter, whatever. Just let us know. We love wrestling so much. You know, we're doing this. You know, we're putting on our podcast every Wednesday. That's how much we love wrestling. So, you know, share your, share your, you know, little secret, you know, your guilty pleasure or whatever. Share it with us, and, and we'll talk about it.
1: And I did see something. Uh, I, I saw a Facebook post uh, a couple of days ago uh, from a wrestler that that I'm familiar with and I've met and talked to a couple times, uh, Chase Stevens, uh, who is. Yeah is a tag team partner with Cassidy Riley and and Luke Hawks when he was on the show he talked about Cassidy's promotion here The name of that promotion is Southern Wrestling Superstars and they they usually hold at least usually two shows a year here in Northeast Louisiana which I'm always always pumped for and I saw that Chase had put up a post that he was flying into Atlanta with Cassidy and then they were heading back uh, they were heading to a meeting and I put in you know the comments i certainly you know i hope that you guys are finalizing the uh you know the first show of twenty fourteen for southern wrestling superstars and uh you know been to both of the shows you know can't wait for you guys to come back and he liked it, so I'm hoping that that's what that's about, so maybe we'll uh we'll get something in here because i I've said it before, and I'll say it again. In particular area where I'm in, and 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 I wanted wanted to do this as well. I'm kind of putting the cart before the horse. I wanted to thank everybody for all of the invitations to different events. Uh, if there were five of me, I could be in all five different places at the same time. Uh, but logistically, I can't do it. I I can't be at, I can't be in Hickory, North Carolina, and then turn around and be in, you know. Shalmet, Louisiana, and then New Orleans, Louisiana, and then you know Vicksburg, Mississippi, and so on and so forth. Uh, but for all the invitations to events, you know, I get people say, "Hey, can you come to this event? You know, we'd really like for you to come to this event." I would love to be at your event, and I'm having serious issues with what I'm going to do on WrestleMania weekend. I've had four invitations to be in at four different events and you know, wow. all those people Yeah, I I really appreciate it. You know, if I can be at WrestleCon, I'll be at WrestleCon. If I can be at Ring of Honor, I'll be at Ring of Honor. Uh you know, if I can be at the Mid South Wrestling Legends Fan Fest, I will be there. Uh you know, it's just it's hard to be in four different places at the same time. So I certainly certainly do appreciate all the invitations. But uh one of the things that uh, this particular area, and if you guys have been on our website, you know where I, general area where I live at, I live in northeast Louisiana. Uh, this area is starved to death for wrestling, uh, just absolutely starved. Um, my hope was is that there were going to be a couple of promotions that were going to fill that gap, and, and they kind of did for a certain period of time, but seemingly they have kind of. Falling off to the wayside, I think it. um, You know, Southern Wrestling Superstars is closest, Uh, and then the next the next event that I can find that's anywhere near my neighborhood is down in Metairie, down for Wildcat with Luke Cox's promotion, and that's four hours away. So. Good lord. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough in this area, you know. And then over in Texas, you know, I know that there's some promotions that are that are operating out of Texas. But you know, again, it, it, it's difficult uh, logistically to, to get to some of these places, or geographically to get to some of these places. You know, because you know, a four-hour drive. You're talking about you know a show letting out at ten or eleven, and you know, a hotel room and all that other stuff, Laura. So you know, oh, again, I I, know. Wanted, I want, I just wanted to thank everybody for all the invitations. If 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 I can be at a show, and I'm, I'm 100% guaranteed that I can be at your show. I will send you a message and, and I will be there, which kind of leads me to my next thing. We had um, one of the goals that, that I have for this year is uh, to be able to be at WrestleCade. I've had a bunch Woo-hoo! of people ask, had a bunch of people ask me, Bob, are you going to be at WrestleCade? Bob, are you going to be at WrestleCade? My tentative plan is to be at WrestleCade. So,
0: awesome. You
1: know, it's going to be, you know, it's it's out in the future a little bit. It's not until you know November, but uh, my 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 goal is to be at WrestleCade this year and uh, get to meet a lot of really cool people. And you know, they get to meet meet me, and you know, Laura will have to beat people off. I, I don't sign autographs. I'm not, and I and I very very rarely <laughs> take pictures with people. But if people insist oh. and they're nice, then then I'll do that. So.
0: Oh, it's going to be great, Bob. I can't wait. I'm I'm hoping that you can come because I really think you're going to have a blast. I I did last year. I'm getting ready to get my tickets. Tickets are on sale to WrestleCade right now. I don't know if many people know that, but right now you can get tickets to WrestleCade. Visit uh, WrestleCade.com for information. I'm going to get another VIP package uh, so I can get into FanFest early. So I can get my picture made with uh Debra McMichael. Um so I can get into WrestleKate early and get a great seat like I had last time. So um you guys check that out wrestlekate.com um, and get your WrestleKate tickets because live from the armory could be in full effect.
1: Laura, do you have any idea? Wait. Do you have any idea of what what ticket prices are by chance?
0: Um I looked at the site and I think the package I bought last year is still the same price, I think. I don't remember it going up. But we're talking like $15, I believe. It's 10 or $15 for general admission uh, to get you in. And they go up, you know, uh, by depending on what you want. You can get a table. You can buy a spot at a table because they had a lot of tables from well, – PWX had a table there last year. Uh, you know, um, Tracy Myers had a table there. It's just um, – it just depends on what you want. You want to go to FanFest, you know, I think the tickets there are like, you know, 10 or $15. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's totally affordable, and they have payment plans. They will cool let you
1: that?
0: pay an in, in installment for your WrestleCade tickets. So, you know, you buy them now and by November. And I know November, Thanksgiving weekend, that's a hard time to go somewhere or to plan to do something because Christmas is right around the corner. Do it now, guys. If you do it now, you'll have it paid for in no time. So, exactly. you know, go to WrestleCade.com and see all the good stuff that they've got there. Um, they've got some great people coming. Vader is coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd love to meet Vader. Um Steiner Brothers are coming. The Million Dollar Man is going to be there. I mean, how many times are you going to get a chance to meet the Million Dollar Man? That's so, true. I mean, just like I said, go to WrestleCade.com and check that out because it's worth it. It, believe me, I, I I wish I'd have gone to the first one. I got sick and couldn't go. But um, I'm so excited, Bob. I hope you can come because I think you're going to have a great time.
1: Well, that is the goal. So if uh, if anybody is going to WrestleCade, and uh, you know we've we've mentioned some folks that'll be there, and and I'm familiar with some of those folks, would certainly love to be there and and be with y'all. I've heard it's a uh, I've heard it's quite a quite a good time. So that is the goal. Uh 1605 is our number. And right now folks we're going to uh, make a phone call. We make that eight o'clock phone call. I wish we had a big drum roll and, and all that other junk, but we don't. Usually we just have me playing around with this uh, silly studio. And we're going to get a hold of we're going to, we're going to get a hold of Cameron Cade, so we're going to call him right now, Laura. Let's see how this goes. Hello, Cameron. Yes, sir. This is Bunkhouse Bob with uh, live from the Army Wrestling Radio Show. How are you, sir?
2: Pretty good. How are y'all?
1: I'm doing, I'm doing fine. With me on the phone is uh, Laura, the co-host, and we're live on the air. How are you this evening?
2: Good. Just got back from the gym, taking plenty of selfies. <laughs> oh, I love it when he
0: takes selfies. Woo-hoo! <laughs>
1: Folks, our, uh, our uh, studio line is 213-816-1605. With us tonight is Cameron. Cameron, Cade, I appreciate you taking your time tonight and uh, stopping by to join us.
2: You guys are welcome.
1: Cameron, do you feel that wrestlers like Dean Malenko, Lance Storm, or Chavo Guerrero ever got the proper spotlight they were uh, given? that they were probably some of the best technical wrestlers but necessarily didn't have that main event money look. Yeah, I, I think they got the
2: proper respect. I think they 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 got plenty of recognition. I mean, Lance Storm had a really good run in WCW when he had like four titles.
1: I think the thing that True. that 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 I was thinking about with that is that, you know, after he went to WCW and then, you know, he went to WWE, you know and he was given that you know that silent you know type character and wasn't really able to show off a lot of a lot of his stuff that he did in ECW and WCW do you think that you think that kind of held him back cuz i know that he can be at least on twitter he can be incredibly critical of the WWE
2: yeah i think he showed plenty of charisma in the WCW with the team canada stuff and i think the Vince is buried 99% of all those guys that came from there, no matter who it was.
1: Now, I've, I watched a few of your matches on YouTube over the weekend, and I've talked about this with, and, and this is one of the questions that I always like to bring up with anybody that's involved with indie wrestling that, that we get on the show, and I've asked this of uh, Eric Thompson and, and Cedric Alexander and Dean Richards and, and several others. Do you feel that there's not enough ring psychology used in indie wrestling today as that it's all just who can top the last spot given the fact that people are trying to get recognized or get their name out there. So you watched
2: my matches and you said, there's no psychology. That's great.
1: No, no, no. That's no. That's the that's a, that's a question that I ask all everybody.
2: See, Laura talked about
1: Well, I mean, we could sit here and do a 10-minute chop fest, but is there actual <laughs> ring psychology involved in that?
2: Oh, you saw the Chase Brown match?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was that was a, a, a grudge match. That's not that's not typical.
1: Okay, um, well, so let's let's say an atypical match. <clears throat>
2: I think the psychology is it's definitely not there as much as it was in say the eighties, but I mean you could still you could still find it. And I go to seminars all the time, and the veterans are always you know trying to, to beat that into us.
1: What what are some of the things that, that that they talk to you about about how to use ring psychology or how it can be used?
2: You know, sticking to a body part. You know, trying to tell a story. If you if you start working a body part, you know, even if you you go away from from a while, you know, if you come back to it, then it, you know it still makes sense. Like if you beat the leg up for a long time and then you know you kick them in the head, I mean, it makes sense. If you're in a real fight, you would kick them in the head even though their legs hurt, but then. When you see the opening, you dive back on the leg, and you make them tap out at the end, and it still makes sense. Okay.
1: What was it? Uh, what's it like working with George South? I saw a thing with you working uh, with him in Trans South Wrestling. His name keeps coming up over and over again, uh, and helping out a lot of the young guys. What was it like working with him? It
2: was It was great. It was easy. It was a, a good learning experience.
0: What did he call you? Who's what that? What did George South call you? What Did he give you a nickname?
2: I No, ma'am. I have no idea.
0: <laughs> I was just curious because he usually gives, you know, everybody works with like a little nickname like, you know, um, he calls um, Jake Manning Bullet after, I'm assuming after Bullet Bob Armstrong. So I was just curious if he gave you one.
2: No, we only work together that once, even though I see him at Trans South usually every month. But no, I've never gotten a nickname.
0: I think he should be called
2: Selfie. (laughs) I doubt George South knows what a selfie
0: is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, hey, Cameron, how you doing? Good. Good. Uh, Yeah, you're looking good, I can tell you that much. what do you think of Heath Slater being in the WWE and his current position in the roster?
2: Uh him being there's great. I don't I don't think his current position is that awesome. I mean, he's getting a paycheck at least and he's on TV every week.
0: So that's um two out of 3 ain't bad, right?
2: Right. <laughs> he could be back on the indies making hot dogs. <laughs>
0: Or ten bucks, right? Um, right. Well, here's a question for you. Do you think you have what it takes to get to that next level? And, you know, what is it going what what to take for you to get there, and what are you
2: doing to get there? Um, trying to get bigger. I think that's the, that's the, the main thing because I'm, I'm a, kind of a short guy, and I don't weigh too much. Um, I try to attend all the seminars I can. Try to meet the right people. I think being in the right place at the right time is the the major thing.
0: I, I would say most definitely, it's all about like you said, being in the right place at the right time. And um, well, let's just let's call this a tryout. Cut me a promo right here on the spot. Your opponent's bunkhouse, Bob, your former tag team partner who just turned on you. Let's hear it.
2: <laughs> promos are my weak spot you, you let Mr. Sleaze cut the promos
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: i stand around and look pretty while he talks
0: oh, so, so, you, so, so that's what you do you, you do look pretty that's for sure
1: <laughs> so you're you're not a you're not a promo guy Cameron is that something that is that something that that you're you're working on
2: that's, that's definitely something i work on i've I've cut promos the last two times I was at trans South or their t v show and i mm-hmm. worked on promos with terry funk at this seminar and yes yeah, it's definitely something I'm working on I think I'm getting better but not quite up to par.
1: Now the the two promos that you cut for Trans South, was that something that was written for you or did they give you an open mic or did you have input in into some into what you said or how did that go?
2: Uh, they just hand you a mic as they talk.
1: Okay. All right. Okay. Do you um do you think that uh the internet is helping or hurting professional wrestling? Uh it
2: seems. I guess it goes both ways. I mean, it it exposes a lot, and you see a lot of, fresh indie guys. It, it seems they say too much, and it makes a mockery of the sport, really. But then, at the other hand, like on the indies too. It's great for you know social networking and getting your name out there. You got YouTube and people talking about this and that. So I mean, so I guess it's a double-edged sword.
1: Now I know that there's a lot of grumbling that's going on with fans right now about what the WWE and what TNA has been doing over the past few months. Um, you know, whether it's in booking angles or what, you know, they're presented to watch on TV or at, at the pay-per-views. Um, what, what is your opinion of vocal fans or what some people like to call smarks? Um.
2: People seem to hate them, but I mean that is what it is. They're not going anywhere, so you just have to deal with it. And the the smart's are still going to watch the WWE no matter what, so just let them say what they want to say.
1: Does it does it offend you personally if somebody says something to you? You know, when you're going up the ring, or you know, or after a match after you've went in there and busted your ass, does it does it get underneath your skin?
2: It's not, definitely not. Everybody has their opinions, I mean. I've always felt like they're going to say whatever. I mean, they're going to call you the worst names imaginable, so it's not not personal to me.
1: Do you, uh, Cameron, do you watch older tapes? I know that I heard you mention WCW. Do you watch tape on older matches to see if there's uh, a move or a move set uh, that will work with your particular style? I mean, there's... Seemingly, there's a lot of forgotten moves or moves that people just don't use anymore. Do you do do that? Are you a fan of going back through and watching old tape?
2: Yeah, I'm constantly studying old tape. I mean, you know, whatever, you know, role I got coming up, I'll try to, you know, study guys that I can learn from to help me better myself. I study a lot of steamboat and Brian Pillman, guys like that.
1: Is there a particular move that you've seen one of those two use that you think, man, you know, I haven't seen anybody use that in a while. I wonder if I could pull it out and dust it off. Tillman always,
2: uh, he always did this thing where like, his, his opponent would leapfrog him and he would stop behind him and he would whip them off and he'd leapfrog them. I like that one, and then Steamboat always did a thing where he would land on the second rope, and they would charge in at him, he'd leap over their head, and then when they turned turn around, he'd hit them with something.
1: Okay.
0: Okay, Cameron. Let's get into some personal stuff. How, how did you become involved in pro wrestling, and, you know, why? Why did you get involved? Uh,
2: I was always a fan. I, I really didn't see myself. Well, I've never been really interested in too much other than that. So, I mean, I, I had looked into it for a long time and I finally found the W.W.A. 4 school in Atlanta and then finally decided what to go. And you know, I made the trip five days a week for a year training every day from Augusta to Atlanta and back. That was the only thing wow. I could ever see myself doing.
1: That's that's quite a that's quite a trip from Augusta to Atlanta. How far is that?
2: Uh, it's like two and a half hours there and two and a half hours back.
1: And you did you you went you did this round trip for how long? Yes, yeah,
2: every night for like five nights a week for a year. You know, I might miss a day or so here or there. Well,
1: and and where and where was this at? Dedication. You were training at the WCW Power Plant, is that right?
2: That's what it used to be. It's called WWE 4 now. Okay.
0: Interesting. Well, let's talk about selfies. Mm -hmm. First of all, you know, why do you take so many selfies? I'm not complaining by any means at all. I'm just curious as to why, you know, you take a lot of selfies.
2: Generates a lot of attention. I mean, yeah, I'm an attention. He host. sure
0: does. <laughs> well, you know, it, I, at least you're honest. <laughs> yeah, if
2: I put a, a selfie up on Facebook, you know, it gets like 35 likes, and you got all these people messaging you, and then, I you don't know, it's just um, it's like a thing. it's has yeah, got I'm, me very positive. I'm
0: popular. one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely, I I'm one of these people, and well. Let me ask you this. When people hate on you, what do you tell them? You know, like, why, let's say, you know, why are you taking some of these selfies or, you know, whatever? What do you tell them?
2: They're still giving me attention, too, so <laughs> that's should speaking your ego.
0: <laughs> so either way, you win. It's a win-win for you. Right. Well, let me just tell you that one you put on this morning. Good Lord. Whoo! You can do that all day, every day, and I, I wouldn't mind. Um, you ought
2: to see that you can hit the cutting room floor.
0: Oh, well, y- you you might have to put up a Facebook page just for that, or maybe an Instagram <laughs> account. I, I would definitely be in on that. Um, you know, you mentioned Mr. Sleaze a minute ago. I want to talk about uh, something that both you and I participated in this weekend, the Drunken Sleaze Show. right. So um, what did you think about him doing that?
2: It was, uh, it was entertaining. I was surprised. I mean, I I think I got on Facebook and I seen him say going live or something, so I clicked over there, and it was pretty fun.
0: It was a lot of fun. I can't believe that he said some of the things that he said.
2: Yeah, he'll blame it on being drunk, but he said, I only drunk two beers, and he started shooting on everybody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was hilarious. It really was. Um, you know, he talked about um, APW a little bit, and I've actually seen you wrestle. I came down for a match at Chester APW uh, one Friday night. Uh, it was uh, mid-November. You had wrestled Zane Riley. Okay. And that was probably the best match on the card. Well, thank you. The two of you. Uh, it was it was rather entertaining, and you, my friend, certainly can go. I mean, there's no doubt about that. And if you guys haven't seen Cameron Russell, um, go YouTube some stuff. Um, he definitely is a a worker, no doubt.
1: Cameron, I wanted to, to take you back to what you were talking about at the old WCW power plant. What was your first impression walking into into that?
2: Uh, I anxious. I, I didn't know what to expect. You know, I walk into a building and um, I walk into uh, an office talking to Frank, the guy who owns it and runs it. And uh, comes I mean, Heath Slater walking in. Is it okay if we use a chair? Like, oh my god. <laughs> Right. <laughs> they, and then, you know, I'd sign up and start training. I don't, I don't know. It's like you're stepping into an alien world at first.
1: Well, I know that a lot of people that, that, that go through training usually within two days, if not the first day, most trainers will say they, they have an idea whether or not a guy is just going to it's make or break. What Take us back through that after you got done with your first full day. What was your thoughts as you were – you were leaving.
2: Well, I was definitely in love with it. Very, very sore and tired.
1: Right. But you knew right then that that was something that that you could do, something that 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 you wanted to do. No, definitely. Okay. Take that us that first a, day.
2: Go ahead. I'm first sorry. First day, we um, I think pretty much all we did was hit the ropes over and over again and take bumps. So it was just I think I think they they. Okay. Try to weed out the week and see if you have if you're in shape and can actually take it.
1: Who who were some of the trainers that were there that that you worked with?
2: Mainly just Mr. Hughes, but there's uh, a lot of people stop in there. It, uh, there were like trainees at the WTC Power Plant, like uh, Glacier stopped in sometimes. Mark Jindrak. Um so I could think off out of the top of my head.
1: Very cool. Take us through a a day, uh, your day, like on a show night. um, Is there, like, any pre-match rituals or superstitions that you follow? I mean, I've heard guys say that they, you know, tuck something down in their boot, you know, a good luck charm. Some guys wear the the same socks. Is there something that that you do that's that's specific for you?
2: I'm I'm known for fun dipping the pre-workout backstage, a lot of guys get for, a kick out of that.
1: For doing what? Uh,
2: pre-workout you take before you go to the gym because you plenty of energy and stuff. Right. I'm supposed to mix it or shake it up and drink it. I just eat it straight, like like it's fun dip or a picky stick. <laughs> oh my god!
1: <laughs> How does that taste?
2: You get the right flavor. It tastes good. It's like a, it's just like a picky <laughs> stick.
1: Okay. How have, uh, wow. How have your bookings been going? Uh, they're great. They, they come in steady. Is there a...
2: More shows on that weren't Saturday. On this Saturday?
1: Oh, every Saturday.
2: It's every Saturday.
1: Same okay. Studio.
2: They run every Saturday. So it's like, can you work this day? I'm already booked. Can you work this day? I'm already booked. Somebody run a different day. <laughs> okay.
1: Is there a promotion... Uh, that you haven't had a chance to work with that you'd like to get a match in?
2: PWX would probably be on top of that list. Um, NWA Smoky Mountain. That's out of Tennessee.
0: Yeah, we just talked about that
1: earlier, yeah.
2: They got a really great talent up there.
1: Is there uh, somebody on the Indy Circuit now that you feel that you would match up well with and have a quality match with? Uh, There's a lot of guys
2: I'd I'd like to work that I haven't had a chance with, like Caleb Conley, Cedric, uh, Corey Hollis, Stephen Walters, guys like that.
0: Okay. I think you and Corey Hollis would have a great match together. I think so, too. Because you're pretty, pretty evenly matched. Uh, you know, you're built. You know, very similar. You got very similar styles of wrestling. I wouldn't mind seeing that either. So, where are we going to see you in PWS? Uh, you got
2: to ask Brewski.
0: <laughs> I'll do that. I'll do that.
1: Now I know that you had mentioned Ricky Steamboat and Brian Pillman have watched going back through and watching some of their match tape. Is there another wrestler? Whose style that that you feel that you have emulated, or there was somebody that you watched and you thought, you know, you know, or th- this is my favorite, so to speak.
2: The two favorites of mine, I think, were two of the great that I have loved watching since I was a kid. Was Steamboat and Muda? They always put like a hundred percent in everything they did. I was always impressed with that. I try to try to strive for that.
1: I don't think that I've ever watched a match where Ricky Steamboat had a bad match. I mean, he he just, you know, Ricky Steamboat made it seem effortless, you know, and and Muda Muda as well. Muda always had that mystique about him, you know, coming from Japan and, you know, talking about back in a in a time when um you know, the only time that folks, fans like myself All Japanese wrestling was, you know, pictures in Pro Wrestling Illustrated, you know, or you got like a quick thirty second snippet on TV, something like that. Not anything like you see now. What are your? uh, We were talking about this earlier. Have you watched many Japanese matches, Cameron? Are you a fan of Japanese style wrestling? Uh,
2: I'm definitely a fan. Probably goes back to the lack of psychology thing. Probably all the young guys now are such big fans of the Japanese style. It's a different psychology to chop and drop each other on their head. But,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm going like to leave that one down. Yeah. There is a huge <laughs> difference in that in the way that Japanese view wrestling versus U.S. fans view wrestling. Do you think that, and I brought this up to Laura earlier tonight, do you think U.S. fans have just gotten spoiled because there's so much wrestling available or just the way that we view wrestling? What do you mean? Well, I mean, I watched a match between two females this past week and alpha female being one of them, and I can't remember the other Japanese lady's name. And just the way that there was very little cheering, they kind of sat stoic and they were just... Entranced by what was going on in the ring. Was that in Japan? Yes, yes.
2: Well, I think they, they they treat it more of a sport over there now, or is here it's more entertainment.
1: Okay, what uh, what's what's guy what, what's Cameron going to be doing here in the future? What what shows can we catch you at?
2: I'm at AP, APW Chester most every Friday. I got. Trans-South and Union this Saturday. I have the AIWF Cruiserweight Tournament next Saturday in Jasper, Tennessee. Um, Should have NWA Anarchy after that. I have the the re-debut of XWW Thursday, March 13th, I think, in Charlotte, Club Hush.
0: Oh, so you're going to be a part of that? Yes, ma'am. Oh, well, we were going to talk about that a little later, but that's awesome.
2: Maybe do I need to know Chase Owens, another one off the list.
1: Do you know who, is Chase Owens your opponent at the XWW event? Oh, uh, I
2: have no clue. I can only hope.
1: <laughs> okay. If uh, <laughs> if folks want to get a hold of you or find you on social media, Cameron, how do they do that? It's,
2: all my social networks are very easy to remember. Facebook dot com backslash Cameron K, Twitter at Cameron K.
1: Do you have, uh, do you
0: Don't have a? do forget about Instagram. Yeah,
1: Instagram.
2: Uh, it's Cameron K two thousand ninety nine. Just created one like two weeks ago.
1: Okay. <laughs> and do you have like a? Do you have any merchandise sites out, Cameron? Do you have shirts or anything like that yet? Uh, they're in they're in the making actually. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Well, Cameron, I certainly appreciate you taking the time out of your evening to be with us this evening and uh I look forward to uh seeing more of your matches. Hopefully uh I'll see uh ones that aren't a aren't a chop <coughs> and I can lay off of you about the ring psychology.
2: Yeah. Go go watch some that's not with Chase Brown.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will do that. Cameron, thank you very much for being with us tonight, man. I appreciate it. Thank you
2: my pleasure. Thank you all.
1: All right, Cameron. Thanks, Cameron.
2: I have a selfie waiting on you tomorrow.
0: I can't wait.
1: Good night, guys. Good night. Thank you, Cameron. Good night. And there he goes, folks. Cameron K out into the long, cold winter night. The king of the selfie. I told
0: you. I told you. Yeah, I
1: know you told me. I know you told me. (laughs) I hope he didn't get pissed at me. I mean, I, I saw that match. You know, I'm, folks, you know, I do a little show prep. You know, I like to, to find out a little bit about our guests. And, you know, I go in and I I've mostly a lot of times I, I, I don't like Wikipedia and all that other crap because anybody can go in there and, and put anything in. You know, so I, I go to what I can actually see, you know, because, you know, if it's on the Internet, it has to be true. You know, so I I go to the old YouTube and – you know, I put in Cameron Cade, and it comes up, you know, with a match, you know, so I said, well, I'm going to sit down and watch a few of Cameron's matches, you know, and uh, I apologize, folks, I got choked up there for a minute, Um, so I sit down, and I watch some of his matches, and, and, you know, the first one that comes up is this Chase Brown. I had no idea it was a grudge match, you know, to start with, and, uh, you know, I'm watching it, you know, and there's a chop, and then another chop, and then another chop, and then, a whip into the ropes and another chop, and, you know, and I'm I'm watching, I'm like, Well this is turning into a chop fest. I mean, both of you guys' chests were bright red. And don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to remove the chop as a legitimate wrestling move, but, you know, at, right. at some point, you know, you start to wonder, hey, this, this is just a chop fest. I'm watching a, you know, a, a Ric Flair match, you know, and, uh, you know, so that, you know, I'd, I'd, maybe I should have uh, not predicated that, question with uh watching your youtube match and then asking him if he felt he used enough ring psychology or not Well, so, I, I don't know
0: well let me just add this real quickly um when um i saw him in chester apw as i said he was wrestling zane riley that was not a chop fest mm-hmm. that wasn't let me see if I can, you know, do a drop kick better than you or or you know, uh, spot after spot after spot. That wasn't that that was a wrestling match. That mm-hmm. that really was. Cameron is really good. He he is I, and I'm not just saying that. If I didn't think he was good, I wouldn't say it. He's good. I think you're just saying oh, it.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm you're not. smitten over Dude. this whole Instagram nonsense. <laughs> I think I think you've been Laura has been Selfie to the selfie is what I think it is. I mean, now this guy's sending you personalized selfies.
0: Hey, I didn't hear him offer to
1: send me a selfie. Not that I want one, but I mean, he's only offering them to you. And what's it, you know, what's it got to do?
0: If I start. Maybe I need an
1: Instagram. Maybe I need to start taking selfies. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> Look, he he's good. He can go. Like I said, if I didn't think he could, I wouldn't say so. No matter how good he looks. Um. But yeah, you need to see some other matches besides the ones you've
1: seen. <laughs> well, you know it's hard. You know when we're when we're doing show prep and stuff. You know, and I'm going through and I've got a list of stuff that I'm running down and I'm. You know, I'm watching matches, and you know, once again, I found myself in another week where I said, "I am going to sit down." I got up early Saturday morning. I said, "I'm going to sit down, and I'm going to watch two hours of nothing but Ring of Honor." You know, and then, you know, I get on, right. the, I fire up my computer, and you know, lo and behold, I check an email, and then the next thing you know, I'm, you know, I'm looking at a match, and then that. That sidebar on YouTube, I gotta hide it or something because then I, oh, I need to watch that, oh, I need to watch that, you know. And the next thing you know, you know lo and behold, Laura, two hours later, uh, needless to say, I, I haven't watched not one episode of Ring of Honor TV.
0: Ring of Honor.
1: <laughs> you know, so folks, you know, I promise you, and especially I know George Cole is cussing me up and down. I promise you, I promise you, next week. I promise you next week we'll talk about some Ring of Honor. I, I just need to catch up a little bit. Uh, it's not that I've abandoned Ring of Honor or we've abandoned Ring of Honor. We will we'll, we'll certainly uh, we will certainly cover some Ring of Honor because there's uh, there's always good matches in Ring of Honor. Always good matches. So. Oh,
0: I, I don't think I've ever seen a bad match in uh, in Ring of Honor. I mean, I, to be I honest don't. with you. And- and I, I do want to bring this up. I have, I'm on the Facebook page. It's live yes. in the Armory, and I, you know, send out Jeff Ward. You know, bunkhouse Bob wants Terry Houston to mess you up. Yeah. Um, I, I can't even decipher this.
1: Go from on what, and give it your best. Gift, give it your best shot.
0: <laughs> Terry Houston had no ball, not gut, not gut face. Three generations of the Hart family. I have the rest. The rest of the best there is the best there will ever be <laughs> okay oh, boy. so terry houston replies you're all right i have balls and you, you made a nice tongue twister there at the end three days jeff hart three i will prove to you what i've been trying to prove all along so
1: <laughs> how can i put you this so that, well maybe i was maybe i was too complicated Maybe I need to simplify things for Mr. Hart, because Jeff Hart is like a mystery wrapped in an enigma. You know, he oh, he is uh, he is like the Rubik's cube of of writing on Facebook. Actually, you he, know, you,
0: he is like the it, Rubik's cube that you've taken off the stickers.
1: Yes, and then, and then put back you know, on in
0: the wrong places.
1: Yes, yes, that you've tried to cheat. You've tried to cheat. You see, and that's what Jeff Hart's trying to do. He's trying to cheat his way through this, and it's actually really pretty simple. Hardcore Terry Houston, one one of my Burke County boys, because I am an honorary member of the Burke County boys. Jeff, it's really simple, and it goes something like this. You are going to get hurt for what you said to me. You're going to get hurt. You don't go on my page, you don't post things about me, and expect there not to be some type of retaliation. It's really that simple. So the next time that you decide to wander onto my page and post something about, I'd like to see Bunkhouse Bob wrapped up in barbed wire, you, you'll you want to rethink that. You just want to rethink it. It's, 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 it's that simple. So while you're laying on top of the barbed wire board, Okay, And hardcore Terry Houston is getting ready to do what he does best in Hickory, North Carolina. And he looks down at you and says, this is for Bunkhouse Bob. You'll know what happened. I'm putting, just putting it out there plain and simple. Now, <laughs> perhaps the next time that you wander onto my page, you will call me Mr. Bunkhouse Bob. If you're able to type after this is all said and done.
0: Which I doubt.
1: Well, he can't type now, so I just, I kind of oxymoron myself. (laughs) Terrible. Absolutely terrible. I hate, I hate to, I hate for it to come down to this. I do. I really, I I don't wish the man any ill will, but you can't, you can't, you can't grab the bowl and not expect to get the horns.
0: Yeah, you can't talk barbed wire without, you know, getting, you know, expecting, you know, a kendo stick upside the head. So
1: Why, why would you talk about barbed wire to a guy named Bunkhouse Bob?
0: <clears throat> First of all, why would you threaten and call somebody out who's had skewers put in his head and live to tell about it? I mean, that's, that's the question, you know. <clears throat> I, I, the moonshine must have got the best of him. I, I don't know, but I really wish that I could be there Saturday night to see this because I think this is going to be a wonderful prelude to $5 wrestling, which I want to mention really quickly. Um, mm-hmm. $5 wrestling, uh, February 23rd, El Patron, Concord, North Carolina, all gimmicks needed. You've got a gimmick, tweet it to uh, at high spots, uh, hashtag 5DW, Any kind of match, any gimmick match they need, the one match that has been announced, none of the rest of them have been announced yet, is the I Quit match versus Freight Train uh, and Jake Mandy. Mm -hmm. So that that ought to be a good one. And I'm going, wouldn't miss it for the world, can't wait to see all my $5 friends uh, in Concord and to see this I Quit match with Freight Train and Jake Mandy. So you... Uh, and real quickly, wanted wanted to talk about XWW. He mentioned Cameron Cade yeah. mentioned XWW, which is a, a promotion in Charlotte, which uh, took some time off after the uh, Death to the Queen match that our good friend Cherry Houston won. They're coming back. I think they're going to stick with the hardcore um, that seems you know work well with them. Uh, I'm not sure on that, but um, there are some people that we know that will be there. Cameron Cade will be one. I saw in the poster, Caprice Coleman will be there. Uh, Justin Fireball, who uh, is in Milestone, um, he'll be there. Um, I think Terry's going to be there, too. I'm not sure about that. Stroh will be there. Uh, Zane Riley will be there. Um, I've seen... You know, their show on uh, YouTube. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah. Big Country uh, will be there, too. It's pretty good. They've got some good stuff going on. So check that out. Uh, that is going to be March 13th. Um, bell time is 7.30. Tickets are $10. So you can't really beat that. So uh, go and check them out. Uh, they're on Facebook, too. Um Looks like, you know, I'm glad they're getting started back up. Looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. And you had a topic near and dear to your heart that you wanted to talk about?
1: Yeah, I did. And I'll I'll just, I wanted to mention this briefly. Uh, Terry, I will send you a message uh, after we get off the air. So Terry Houston be looking for my message. BCB for life. Folks, what I wanted to talk to you about tonight is uh, a is a topic that's near and dear to uh, to Laura's heart. Um, This is what we call how to troll for professional wrestlers. Um, Laura could probably uh, give you all pointers on this. You know, it's kind of like stalking. It's kind of like stalking, which is yeah. I mean, you do it to Kayla Conley all the time.
0: Mr. Caleb Conley. I have met him in wrestling situations. It's not like I've followed him to the grocery store or whatever. I've met him, I've met him three times, all of which were at wrestling events.
1: Seemingly, I, I have an envision in my mind of you following him to the grocery store wearing like a, a thing over your hair tied down and a pair of sunglasses peeking at him on aisle five.
0: No, that's that's not how I operate. I don't stalk. I don't troll. I meet people at designated, you know, times and places, like at a meet and greet, or after a wrestling match, or you know, at a fan fest. That, that's mm-hmm. what the name of the game is. I don't stalk Caleb okay. Conley. No. Okay. All I right.
1: Uh, just all kids. That just joking around, folks. That all kidding aside, you know, Laura Laura does not stalk people. Uh, what this is really about is I was reading some posts this past weekend from a wrestler uh, whom I'm friends with. Uh, him and his wife are expecting a child, and a so-called wrestling fan posted some obscene comments on their Facebook page, saying that she hoped that quote unquote. You lose that baby, and you should have kept your legs closed. Good God. It's more than apparent that this person is not a wrestling fan and is more than likely mentally unstable. Laura and I see this every day on Facebook and Twitter, as well as as you all do. Uh, So-called wrestling fans tweeting crazy stuff to wrestlers. Uh, Some of it's funny. uh, Some of it's full of praise. Uh, Unfortunately, some of it is full of hate and some of it is just plain sick. Uh, Reba Hardy is one that comes to mind. She has no problem posting clips of people's posts or comments to her. Uh, some of it is not even worth repeating. Um, they have people that sneak onto their property, try to get pictures of, of them or peep in the window of their house, you know, things like that. WWE stars like CM Punk seemingly block hundreds of fans each day on Twitter, based off of one simple principle, that you be respectful. Uh, When asked to take a picture or to sign something, uh, Punk has said on more than one occasion he has no problem in doing that as long as that three words are involved, please and thank you. I've had the opportunity to meet a lot of wrestlers over the years, and I've been as respectful as possible. Uh, That doesn't mean I've always been treated uh, the same way on the receiving end. I met Scott Steiner. Uh, he treated me like I was garbage. Uh, I met Arn Anderson uh, when he was a road agent at the end of WCW. And we were in a bar, uh, in a hotel, uh, at a hotel bar in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, and I approached him and I asked him if I could please have a picture with him. And he said, sure, give me a minute. And I stood there patiently for 45 minutes. And he turned around and said, you still standing there? Hell I would have left. Hurry up and snap the picture. After we were done, I thanked him and I left. I'm currently blocked on Twitter by Velvet Sky. When Angelina Love and Velvet were released from TNA, I said that I would have kept Angelina because I thought her in ring skills were better. Uh it was retweeted several times and kapow, I was blocked. Uh do I regret it? <laughs> Do I regret it? No. I I stand by my opinion. It was no way uh, personal or malicious. I was stating what I saw based on the in-ring performance and her character on TV, not her as a person. Uh, We've talked to wrestlers in the past that have had nothing but great things to say about the fans. Uh, We've talked to other wrestlers who have had fans creep them out. One of them coming to mind right now is Leva Bates, you remember that story, yeah. little Yeah, she was telling us about the yeah. guy that wanted to buy her wrestling boots and then sent her a message. Well, if I buy the boots, did you beat you know? Could you beat me up too? You know, weird yeah, that stuff is like so...
0: that. Yeah,
1: yeah. I guess when you're in the spotlight of any size, you're going to get both. Uh, I'm followed on Twitter and Facebook by several wrestlers. Uh, It's not because I'm famous or because I kiss their ass. It's great that they're wrestlers in a profession I have liked for as long as I can remember. I'd like to think it's because I'm genuine and I'm honest. I'd like to think it's because we have a bond as fans in this great sport. In the grand scheme of things, we are just people making our way through life. I think what we do is we forget that wrestlers are people, that they wrestle for a living, that this is their job there will always be critics like myself who point things out but to attack somebody on a personal level because you don't like them as a performer not knowing them as a person is completely crazy that doesn't make you a fan of wrestling that makes you more than a troll it makes you look like an idiot that needs help not just in manners but in life itself
0: Yes, you're you're exactly right, Bob. I've had um I've had the first encounter I ever had with a wrestler and this is going to date myself uh was with a team called the New Breed. Do you remember them?
1: I believe that I do.
0: They had come to um a local high school here where I'm from and um they were standing out of their locker room, so I went over and asked Chris Champion, "Could I have an autograph?" And he's like, "No, go away, kid, go away." And I'm like, "Please, you know, could I have your autograph?" And he said, "No, I'm a, pardon my French, asshole." And I said, "Well, you're a good-looking asshole." And he <laughs> chuckled and he said, "Yeah, g- give me the, give me the pen, give me the paper." And I had a little piece of notebook paper and he signed it. I got Nelson Royal to sign it. I said, "Can I have your autograph, Mr. Royal?" "Why, sure, honey." Finds it I ask his son Sean who is in the new breed and I said can I have your autograph no can can I please have your autograph no and so I'm getting ready to walk away he grabs my paper and he X's through the autograph that I have Mm. draws a big old X and I still have it mind you still have it um but um, yeah, so I know how it is to be on that end of the spectrum to be treated like dirt when you've been nice. But mm-hmm. I find that nine times out of ten, and this is how I always approach wrestlers, I put out my hand. Hi there, I'm blah. You know, I'm blah blah. blah. Um, I enjoy your work. Talk to them a little bit. Could I trouble you for a photo? And I think that if you approach wrestlers, and it might not work all the time, uh, like that, in that mm-hmm. kind of, you know, uh, could I trouble you for a photo? Could we have a photo together? Um, I've, you know, I've not been turned down, to be honest with you, when, when you approach it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mean to beat a dead horse, but I have met Caleb Conley three times, and the three times I've met him, I've always asked him, hey, Caleb, would you mind taking a picture with me? sure no problem would love to mm.
2: Always I think been that,
1: like that. I, I think that you're right I think it's just a matter of um, mutual it's a matter of manners you know it, mm-hmm. it's just it you know it, it's just common courtesy you know that that particular night right. there the story that I told you about with uh, WCW I was in was uh, I was living in Columbus Ohio and um, a friend of mine, uh, Nitro, was in town that that particular night. This was right right at the end. It was the night that I met Buff, met Buff Bagwell, so that will tell you kind of the timeline that we we're talking about. And I had a friend that called me and said, and he worked out at uh, I believe it was out the Marriott at the at the hair, at the airport, and he called me. and said, and my friend and I were we were sitting there watching wrestling. He's like, uh, Bob, you're not going to believe this. You and Jeff need to get out here. There's a bunch of wrestlers running around out here. So me and my buddy, we you know get in the car and we drive out to the airport and you know I walk in, we walk into the lounge. This, this is a God, hand of God. This is God's honest truth, true story. I walk into the lounge and we walk up to the bar, and the bar is like U-shaped, facing out towards the right. I walk up to the bar to the second stool. I order a drink and I turn to the, and I sit down and I turn, and the guy sitting beside of me in the stool to my left, is Gene Okerlund.
0: Oh, shut And I'm, si- up.
1: And I'm sitting there, and uh, I'm just swirling my drink, and the whole time I'm honestly almost ready to piss my pants because the only thing that's going through my mind is, my God, Gene Okerlund is sitting right beside of me. And I turned to him, and I looked, and he still had on his suit. He had his tie loosened up. And I turned to him, and I said, uh, how you doing tonight? And he said, I'm fine, sir. How are you? You know, I didn't, you know, wig out. I'll go, oh, mean Gene. Ah, 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 you know, carry on. And um, I turned to him again, and I said, you're Gene Okerlund, aren't you? And he said, yes, sir, I am. And what's your name? And I stuck out my hand. I said, my name's Bob, and, you know, and introduced myself, and, you know, I told him. I said, you know, I'd be really silly if I didn't sit here and tell you that I am completely giddy right now. I've been watching you since I was a kid. And uh, he said, did you bring a camera? And I said, yes, sir. And he goes, do you want to take a picture? And I said, oh it would be an honor if I could take a picture with you, Mr. Oakland. He goes, go on, let's have a picture. And I, I still have that picture. As a matter of fact, I will try to dig it up and. I will try to put it up Please on do. our on our web. I'll try to put it up on our website tonight if it doesn't get running too late. But I met a lot of people that night. Uh, I met Gene Okerlund. I met Dustin Rhodes. I met Aaron Anderson. I met Buff Bagwell. I met Tank Abbott, Dallas Page, Chris Canyon. Uh, and out of all those wow. people that I got to meet that night, um, Scott Steiner. And if I have the picture of this. Of uh, me and Scott Steiner together, and I'm flipping the bird off to the camera down where he can't see it because uh, of all the guys that I've met, and I, I've met a lot of them. I'm not bragging, folks. And, you know, some of it was by luck, and some of them I paid to, you know, paid to see. Um, but by far, he was probably the rudest person, not wrestler, the rudest person that I ever met in my life.
0: <laughs> you know, just I've heard that
1: just completely rude, you know, and, and I was as cordial as what I could be, you know, but he just didn't want to be bothered. Now, he may have been having a bad night, you know, this, that and the other. Everybody has a bad night, but, you know, it's always difficult, you know, and and, and the things that I was telling you, uh, you know, in, in the story and going over this, you know, everything that I told you in there was true. Uh, for a fan to put something like that, out on the Internet, you know, and and, I've, and you know what I'm talking about, Laura. We, we, we've seen this a lot.
0: Right, yeah. There
1: are personal comments directed at people that just have no place, not just in, in wrestling, but in life in general. It's like, that's not how I was raised. I don't believe it was how you were raised. And I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because of, The anonymity that the internet can provide because you and I both know I can go make up a catfish account and my Twitter handle can be OU eight one two and type in whatever (laughs) I want to type in whatever I want to to whomever I want to without any repercussion. You know, without any you know, without any reprisal.
0: I think too. It's also not only the anonymity. It's also the fact that um, things like Twitter and Facebook actually, uh, and some people actually think they know wrestlers. Oh, because you know he tweeted me. He retweeted something of mine, and, and, and mm-hmm. what? And he follows me, and I follow him. So you know, sometimes you know, in a fan's mind, they're thinking, "This is my buddy, and right. I know him." When you really don't, and I think that's why there's a familiarity there that Mm -hmm. people feel okay to say such, you know, horrible, uh, malicious, you know, things. I wouldn't say something like that that you, you know, talked about earlier to someone face to face, because that's just mean and cruel.
1: And like I said, I I, I honestly. Yeah, this is, not, this is a person that's not a wrestling fan. This is a person that obviously has mental issues. I mean, oh, we,
0: yeah.
1: I mean you, we all know that in, in this day and age and in, in society in general that, you know, we've been desensitized by things like this, you know. And in, mm-hmm. But no one in their right mind would walk up to someone and tell them, I hope that you lose your baby and you should have kept your legs closed. No one says that of their right mind.
0: You're exactly right.
1: You know, that that's just, that's common sense. So, you know, I think, uh, you know, and and what this does, you know, and I've been fortunate enough to, you know, to talk to a lot of people, you know, and, and, and like I said, you know, and I hope it's because I'm honest and I'm genuine with them. And, you know, folks, I'm just a fan. You know, I'm a fan of wrestling. I've been a fan of professional wrestling since 1978, you know, and I've, been very, very fortunate to meet people and, you know, go to events and, you know, and, and some of the best memories that I have, you know, are are, are going to professional wrestling events and, and in the off chance of meeting somebody that, you know, that, that I, I watched on TV or, you know, used, you know, wrestling as a as an escape, you know, as a way to be entertained, you know, because then at the end of the day, that's what it is. It's a way that I am entertained, you know, and I'm sure that it entertains you but
0: oh it, it certainly entertains me,
1: you know, I think that what I think what it is is that comments like this and crazy smart ass smart fans that think that they know everything that goes on in and around wrestling, this is what makes people makes wrestlers so guarded about things, you know we're not talking about kayfabe, and we're not talking right. about any of that but i'm talking about being guarded as people oh, you know yeah. i mean
0: wrestlers are guarded very guarded
1: because you know because and, of things like this you know mm-hmm. i mean and i don't blame we, them no we don't blame i, I remember uh, you know talking to len denton and him him talking about getting so much heat that uh, you know there was a fight in the crowd and what it was it was one of the security guards uh, getting a fan because a fan had a knife you know, but we're talking about back in the day. You know, before there was any internet. You know, now all that the, you know, and I, I'm, a, I'm a I'm a huge, uh, I have huge mixed feelings about social media, and that's why why I, I usually ask that question to wrestlers. You know, do you think that the internet has helped or hurt wrestling? You know, because I I feel that it has, and I feel that it hasn't, just as it has in life. I you know, n- never in my wildest right. dreams could I could I imagine that I could sit here. And, and video face chat somebody on my phone, you know, that's halfway right. across the world. But I can do that. You know, but in that same token, it's also desensitized us, and it's also uh, made us socially inept at times.
0: Yes, especially the younger generation. I don't mean to sound like an old fogey, but, yeah, I think you're right. You know, they don't, people don't know how to interact with other people. Nowadays, and so when you go up to your a favorite wrestler, you're like, you know, not polite because you're, you know, you you've never been really taught to be polite, you know, and you get that kind of gruffness from that your favorite wrestler, and it ruins your experience. And well, I mean, you know, it's kind of like a it's a, a chain reaction almost, you know, if this happens, then this will happen, and it's like a snowball.
1: Well, it's like you know. When I was kidding with you about the stalking thing at the beginning, I you know I know fans right. that will tweet wrestlers sixty-two times a day, oh, hoping to just get a response. You know they Ryan. tweet him good morning. Ryan. You know they tweet him that you know I hope you didn't get indigestion from lunch. You know they tweet, I you know I hope you have a good night's sleep. You know they tweet him you know they tweet some of the craziest crap. You know and, and then they, and then they're mystified as to why they're not getting a response.
0: Right. They're just absolutely befuddled. Well, I'd like to go on record as saying that I do not tweet Caleb Conley, good morning or good night, or, you know, "Hope hope you didn't get indigestion from lunch. You know, I do happen to mention him occasionally, and I do get a favorite every once in a while back from him, which tickles me to no end, but I do not do that, because I would not want to be done that way myself. You know,
1: well, I think mean, you have to you put know,
0: yourself in their shoes.
1: I I don't know. I still have a difficult time believing that.
0: <clears throat> believing Excuse what? Me.
1: Excuse me. I was take, trying to take a drink and talk at the same time. That you're uh, th- that you're not tweeting him. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good <laughs> mid afternoon. Good early evening. Good pre pre lay down time. Good night. <laughs>
0: As a matter of fact
1: As a matter of fact, what what that does folks is that, that leads me into this this next little bit. Folks, uh very, very happy uh to announce that our guest for next week will be none other than PWX heavyweight champion Caleb Conley will be joining us next week. So Woo-hoo! I will have full I will have full opportunity to ask Mr Conley if he can Forward me some of these messages that you've been sending him, and uh, we will we will find out. We will get to the we will get to the truth. And you know the other thing is is that and going back to what I talked about earlier in the show, the burning question that I have in my mind, and you can spin this any way that you want to, Laura. It still doesn't add up to me. <clears throat> Why has Cedric Alexander had to wait so long for a shot at that PWX title? That will be the very first question that I asked Mr. Conley.
0: And I'm sure that Caleb will have a definitive answer for you, I have no doubt. And I'm telling you, PWX is a busy place. Lots of people come in to try to take the, the PWX title from Caleb. So, you know, maybe you ought to ask, you know, championship committee or, you know, Brian why uh, Caleb hasn't had Uh, I mean, Cedric hasn't had a uh, shot at that title. I'm not trying to spend anything. I'm just trying to give you some options.
1: Well, I just may do that. Did you say definitive or defensive answer?
0: Definitive.
1: I thought you said defensive answer.
0: No, you need to clean the thumbtacks and uh, the other uh, stuff from the bunkhouse out your ears Um, Because I said definitive. I didn't say anything about defensive because I don't think Caleb needs to be on the defensive for anything.
1: Well, I think that Mr. Conley has a few questions. I I do. I I believe that Mr. Conley has quite a few questions that that, that need to be answered, and we'll get get to the bottom of that next week. Um, Folks, we really appreciate you tuning in tonight. We're running out of time. Uh, Thank you again for joining us. Uh, We will be here next Wednesday night, same time, 7 o'clock Eastern. Uh, here on Blog Talk Radio, you can find us on iTunes. If you go to iTunes, type Armory in the search bar, go down to podcasts, and you'll find our link to our show there. You can find us on Twitter, at From the Armory. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on uh, on our webpage. We'll have all those links up on our website. The easiest way to get us is find all that information out. You can find our Twitter page, and uh, you can find all that good stuff there. Lord, do you have anything that you'd like to uh, add before we close the show?
0: I would just like to thank everybody again for being so wonderful to us, uh, listening to us, all the great stuff I've gotten on Twitter, on Facebook and emails, text messages. Uh, We just support, we just really appreciate your support because we're just, we're doing this because we love it too. So we're just like you guys. We love wrestling and we want to, you know, we want to share it with everybody. So thank you so much for all your support. It, It means more than you know.
1: Yep, Folks, thank you very much for being with us this evening, and uh, we will see you again next week. Special thanks to Cameron Cade for being with us. Folks, have a great evening. We'll see you here next Wednesday, and uh, remember, there's never a bad seat here at the Armory.